One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And, and this, this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as oh, you say. I like that. I like that one yeah, too. That was mine. I think that was mine. Hi, 50 Ishers. It's Mel and Trish. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Don't Give a 50 podcast, a podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and don't give a 50. We are not slowing down. We are not putting on the handbrake. We are thriving and living our best lives. Trish, we had a, another great little review from Red Runa about our interview with Nicole. Red Runa, who is also Sorry. our good friend, past hey. guest and 50-ish tribe member. Michelle. Runa, Michelle Cross, <laughs> we love you. We love you. And she said, absolutely loved listening to Nicole share her story. Wow, what an experience and can't wait to buy her book. And actually, Nicole's generously sending us a copy each of yes. her book, China Blonde. Looking forward so, to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've got quite a lot of feedback about Nicole's yeah. amazing journey. So yeah. if you haven't listened to that episode, mm. go back um, and listen go to Go back. It. She's quite interesting. Quite an interesting journey. Absolutely. But without further ado, without any of our usual waffles. Yes, we're not going to waffle on today, I say, as I start to waffle. (laughs) But this is part two of our interview or chat catch-up with psychic Julia George. And she is amazing. So I'm going to shut myself down (laughs) and open the mics for more of Julia. Welcome back, Julia. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. We, in our first episode with Julia, we went through a heap of great questions with her. So if you haven't already listened to that one, may I suggest you listen to that one first. But in the lead up to the interview, Julia put out on her socials for people to send in questions that they would also like to ask her if they had the opportunity. And the questions were so great that we are going to honour those and ask on their behalf. So thank you. Yeah. So let's get into it. Such a good topic also to split into two episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. So where do we start, Trish? Do you often get overwhelmed with spiritual messages coming through when shopping, et cetera, et cetera? No. 
And in fact, when I go to any type of shopping centre, I usually have my earphones on and I'm Uh. listening to a podcast or music because I will say the external stimuli can sometimes be too much. Yes, yeah, for sure. So in a session, for example, sometimes the clinic will have music playing and I'll have to get them to turn it off in my room. Got you. Yeah, so no, when I'm out and about, I, I usually am fairly tuned out. It's interesting you say that because on my morning walks, I live on a farm and I've been going for a walk and I used to always put in an audio book or podcast or something like that. And then I was listening to Chrissy Swan was interviewed on The Imperfects, which is a podcast that I love. I that love. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so and do we. And she said that when she goes for a walk, she just listens to the voices in her head or listens to her right. own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And she said, and it was from that process that I found it very therapeutical and kind of got my life sorted. So yeah. I've just been kind of doing that lately and just I do that when I walk on the beach. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But when I'm around people, yeah. energetically, it feels too, too much. much. Yeah. 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 Yep. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Do you meditate or anything like that just for yeah. your own self-care? Yeah, I do. I will say most of my meditation is moving meditation, yoga, walking on the beach. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I knit. When I ah. knit, I can knit for two hours and I am only listening to the voices in my head. I can't watch movies. I can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. So when I knit and I'm in that flow, that's when I'm getting mm. messages and, and stuff like that. Are they messages to you both. for you mm. or for other people? Yeah, both. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? A lot of people yeah. think of meditation as sort of lying flat on your back and with your eyes closed or whatever, oh, but there's so that, many different <laughs> meditative <laughs> Sorry. If I did that, I'd be out. I'd be asleep in two seconds. It's like when I try and read it, no, Uh I'm bang. But there's so many meditative things that you can do that we don't even realise that sort of included in the broad theme of meditation. I like guided meditations. Same. Because I feel like sometimes when I sit there, I'll Mm. be five minutes in and it's like, oh, I've got to call my Same. friend Kath. Same. Like I'll just get this feeling like something's not right and I'll call her. Yeah, and, and they so keep reminding you. They remind you to go back, to, don't they, to yes. your breath or whatever, to centre yourself, yeah. Yep. Says me who hasn't done a guided meditation for about two years, but <laughs> I'm getting back to it. But I do like them. I'm with yeah. you, Julia, on that, definitely. So tell us, can you, this is another question, can you tell what's going to happen in your own life and how do you cope with that? Uh, yeah, sometimes yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get readings myself. Ah. Yeah, so I've got a and couple of friends. you read? Do they pick up stuff that you don't pick up? Either that or they'll confirm it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes they will pick up stuff, but, yeah, mm. I, get, I get readings. I think in the first five minutes of a reading you can tell if they've got the connection or not. Yeah. But, yeah, I've got, a, I've got quite a few intuitive friends and I'll call and go, look, I'm so sorry, but I'm really stuck on this and yeah. I'm in my head. And they'll say something or pull some cards for me and I'm like, and okay. That would be interesting okay. because when it is you, mm. you would overthink it. So then, as I mentioned when we talked to you last time, mm. the kind of the fanciful or the, the overthinking yep. would mm. actually block out some of your natural abilities, I would imagine. Yeah, but I love reading for other readers. Yeah. My largest client group is police. Wow. Because they can tell me anything and it's not going to go on their file. Police are my largest client group and my second largest client group is psychologists. Wow. Yeah, in terms of a a profession. So lots of 20-year-old girls, but in terms of professional, police are my largest client group. That is so fascinating. When you mention police, it just brought another thought to my mind and and I know that I touched on this briefly in the first interview. 
when you're talking to the police or when you're watching the news or anything, yeah. there was that old TV show medium that, and then mm-hmm. you've heard of psychics being called to yes. help discover <laughs> where I'm going with this. Yeah, take you. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever in my tw- in my twenties? solve a crime or anything like that uh, or do you have solved a crime there was a, a period of about three years in my 20s where a friend of mine Michael who was very intuitive he and I would get missing people's reports and try and tune in okay like if you go to a police station they're going to go oh yeah but we would that was actually one of my first experiences in terms of trying to tune in or see what we could pick up and so, for example, I had a friend recently where somebody does FIFO work in a foreign country and they had not heard from them. Oh, wow. And they were like, oh, my God, can you come down and see mm. me? Like, I'm beside myself. And, like, mm. they basically wanted to know were they okay or not. Yeah. yeah so sure. I did some a little bit of police stuff in my 20s, but it's not something I'm drawn to now. Yeah, okay. fair enough. Fascinating. Fair enough. So I have one here and it, it it's probably person specific but I guess it would be interesting for those who have people that pass this question was why doesn't my nana come through when Mm. I have readings so it must happen when people come in to connect with a certain person and they may not come through and they're just kind of is there a reason for that or is it just let me say this it's not it's not malefic so it's not a it's not me not connecting with them or you being unable to hear them is not because of something bad. Sometimes it can be because the person's been gone a long time. Sometimes it can be because you got closure and completion. Despite what I do for a living, my grandmother died in 05 and I certainly felt her around. I still feel her around, Mm -hmm. but I've never had like major messages from her. And that was a really strong relationship for me, probably Mm -hmm. the strongest this life time yeah wow but I can talk to my grandfather who was unbelievably skeptical so easy and this will happen sometimes someone wants to connect with grandma who went three months ago and I'm talking to somebody else in the family so I I actually don't know the answer to that but it's it's not a bad thing I mean that's the whole Mm. that's the thing isn't it we don't know the answers so Yeah, and I've got a regular client. I speak to her dad all the time. And then the other day her brother started coming through and she goes, oh, this is so interesting. Like my brother's coming through today but not dad and dad's always the one who normally comes through. Yeah. Mm. It just depends. So I guess it's it's sort of just the irregularities, isn't it, of your profession? Yeah. Like you you can't, like no one can control who's coming through. Yep. You certainly Mm. can't. So I guess it's just it's. We have that in other professions as well. We can't control if someone's going to be late or do this or do that. It's just, yeah, yeah. 100%. I have a very cool story, actually. When I was in the, I was in the south of France in my late 20s and I was with my... You could stop that story there and I would be (laughs) thinking, wow, that's cool. (laughs) And I was with my Italian boyfriend. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So we're in this tiny little town. I always call it Uzes. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's U-Z-E-S. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were walking through the town square and it was late at night like I don't know 10 o'clock and I remember this old lady it was like a scene from a movie this old lady came up to him and started speaking to him in French and said oh does she see dead people and he turned to me and he goes do you see dead people I was like yeah this is what I've been doing because I'd been in London doing mediumship and she said to him you tell her she can only do this for another few years and then she needs to turn it off 
Oh, wow. And so I actually didn't do mediumship and talk to people on the other side, probably from my late 20s until my early 30s. And then just one day it was like, oh, it's time. Like just intuitively I felt like it was time. That's yeah. interesting. Because she said to me at the time, if you keep doing this to the extent that you do it, you could get sick. So I turned it off. Okay. At the mediumship stuff, not mm-hmm. the psychic stuff. And I took a break from it for five years and now I do it all the time. But that must have re- resonated with you, what she was saying. It, it must, did. It must have been a, a, like yeah. a certain amount of trust truth in what she said for you to think, yep. okay, actually, yep, I'm going to switch that oh, off. Oh, yeah, and for her yep. to just approach you. Because mm. in wow. part one you guys asked me, do you ever turn it off or can yeah. you turn it off and on? Mm. When she said that to me, I was like, oh, it never occurred to me to turn it off or to right. whatever. Mm. And I will say psychic stuff makes you really high. Mm. Mediumship sometimes can feel heavy. Right. Right. So it, it's not a bad feeling, but it's definitely a heaviness. So Is it the yeah. energy? Sometimes, yeah. Mm. I've seen, I think there's a show on Netflix which goes through a lot of different kind of modalities. Oh, I've heard about And this. the training of. Yeah. And one in particular was when the spirit kind of enters the body and they start talking. Yeah, that, oh. that, that's, a, that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah, I would find that. Yeah, completely in my, intrusive. This has only happened. <laughs> Get out! This Get has out. only would... really happened three times, but the first time mm. it happened, it was in my twenties. It freaked me out. I had not closed off properly for the day, mm-hmm. and so I have a lot of cleansing and sort of closing off tools that I use. And I hadn't closed off and gone home and been out with friends, come home, and I have always, since I was a kid, slept with my arms above my head. Mm-hmm. And I woke up in the middle of the night, and my hands were on my stomach. And I was like, that's weird. I never sleep like this. Anyway, I wiggled my fingers. My arms were above my head. Somebody had their hands on my stomach. Oh, wow. And I just remember flicking on the bedside table light and going, that's it. Everybody out. Like, yeah. no, no. Shop, shop. During the day, you can yeah. talk to me. But like nighttime, bedroom, mm-mm, no. And so now, like, I'm really good at putting energetic boundaries up. Like, yeah. If I feel someone in my home, it happens really, grandparents and family. But, like, it, w- it would be rare for me to, I don't know how to say it, bring somebody home with me. <laughs> <laughs> Bugger. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's oh. only happened a couple of times that somebody, they haven't entered my body, but mm. they've kind of You've, stuck with me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. On that too. I guess when you are on or open, and do you have to protect yourself from yep. other spirits that are coming in that may not be good intentioned, even if there's somebody um, else's spirit? Or uh, not? I do protection anyway. Yeah, like obsidian, smoky quartz. I smudge the room before mm-hmm. and after, all of that stuff. But I've never had somebody evil or malicious. Yeah, okay. Be Great. around me. Yeah, I've had some humans like that, but oh, no, no God, spirits like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're there. They're out there. <laughs> Everywhere. Okay, here's another one. This particular girl asks, "Why do I keep attracting the same star sign into my life? I'm a Virgo surrounded by Scorpios." Oh my gosh, that is so fascinating. Because I'm a Capricorn. And oh my god, I've been Virgos. dying to, I've been wondering this the whole time. Oh really? Yes. Like, you could have asked me straight up. I would have loved it. <laughs> And so my childhood sweetheart was a Virgo. My mm-hmm. husband's a Virgo. Mm. My mum's a Virgo. Yep. His mum's a Virgo. Yep. 
The other one's mum was a Virgo. Yeah. Two of my best friends are Virgos. This just seems to be Virgos. No, the other one's mum. The other one's mum is Libra. Libra. <laughs> Mel may be related to one of the other ones. <laughs> I don't know. I find that that happens. Mm. Yeah. Simone, Paula, Virgos. Mm. Yeah. I've got a so boatload of Capricorns in my life. And did you pick me as a Capricorn? I think I'm a cusp. No. I think I'm a cusp with Sagittarius. I actually think I'm more Sag. Yeah. Well, it, it, it depends on your moon sign. Yeah, pick, pick one that you like. I think it's a yes. snippet of Capricorn, but I think I'm more closer to the Sag. Whenever I read them, I go, no, I'm going to go Sag this week. Yep. Well, it's funny. Some people will say, oh, I'll go, oh, you're Leo. And they're like, oh, I never felt like a Leo. So, mm. yeah, that happens. So you were dying so you to ask me why. Mm. Oh, I just like to know the energy of people that I'm working with. And, you know, and what do you think Mel is? Oh, I don't know. I was going to go. Just to pick. I was going to go, I don't know, Gemini, Taurus. Gemini. Yeah, right. Uh, Geminis and Aries are usually the biggest sceptics. Oh, is that because I'm eating red frogs as well, so I haven't stopped eating since no, we No, no. <laughs> oh, that so, is so sorry. So your answer to that was that just certain people just attract. Sorry, everyone, I'm still eating a red frog. I, so look, I think certain people can be in your soul pod. So your soul pod can be immediate family. It can be the family you've chosen for yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so well, I've been thinking actually just the last week, like I'm Cancerian, Pisces moon, Libra rising for anyone who's wondering. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> but, like, I don't have any Cancerians in my life. But I come from a family where there's two Capricorns, two Libras, two Aries, and, like, I'm the only water sign in the house. Mm. So, you know, it just happens. I will say this too. Mm. A lot of the times your moon sign can be the people that you hang out with. And I've got Pisces moon and the people I've been closest to this lifetime have been Pisces. Pisces. All right, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. How do you know what moon sign you are? You get a chart done. Oh, so it's your date of birth. There is a million free apps. Okay. For Mm. anyone listening, astro.com, you just need your time, place, date of birth. Time, place, date of birth. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want an app for your phone, it's called Time Passages. And if you don't know your time of birth, there's usually a drop down where you can say time unknown. Oh, yeah. When I started studying astrology, it used to be you chose 12 p.m. These days, astrologers tend to use more 6 a.m. for whatever reason. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I never take notes, but I've noted those. Okay. So now that I'm trusting my intuition, Mm -hmm. we're going to go back to why doesn't Nana come through? Mm -hmm. And I have just heard, or myself has told myself, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that it's, I think one of the reasons is because their soul has already moved on. They're potentially reincarnated and going on another journey. That can happen. In the case of my grandmother, I was living in America and she was in hospice, like she was getting ready to go. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she was asking for me and a family member put me on. And we literally got to say goodbye to each other. Wow. She said, mm. I do not want you coming home to the funeral. Like if you okay. if you come yes. to the, home to the funeral, I will haunt you. <gasps> sign, sign me up. <laughs> she also said, stop stressing so much. Like she gave me okay. all sort of like these last like so hurrahs. And because like... we got completion. Yeah. Because yes. a lot of people who want to tune into somebody, it's because they usually didn't get to say goodbye yes. Yes. at the time of their passing. And it's usually, and sometimes too, they had a fight or a yeah. misunderstanding before they passed. Yes. They want to know that they're last, okay, they're okay yeah. about yeah. what happened. Or apologize. Yeah. Yeah. That last communication, yeah. I yeah. can imagine. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And when they're, the soul's on the other hurting. side, I don't care, care about, about the. Not. It's like being in midlife. You don't just don't care. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> in a whole new really level. Yeah. 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 So you're saying that when the soul is in midlife, they don't care about the 
the failure of the last goodbye or, no. or, no, well, or perhaps the argument. When we're the, in midlife, we don't and care. When they're in the afterlife, they really they don't really care. It goes to a whole new level. Mm. And the other thing is too, there's a few signs, I think Gemini, Scorpios and Aries, which tend to go quickly and they don't want anybody around. Okay. There's a lot of people who want the bedside vigil with the whole family there oh, as I'm passing. There's a lot of the signs event. who want to go with no one around and they want who to go quick. Who wants the event, okay. just out of curiosity? Oh, Librans. Librans. Yeah, okay. Librans have a bit of a town hall. Which is my mum who would absolutely want no, the opposite. Yes. Who's, yeah. Well, maybe she's on the cusp. <laughs> maybe she, well, she's not. <laughs> so I don't freaking know. I don't know what her moon is. Um, find out. Mm. So, yeah, may, I'm not really Cancerians. Or, or maybe Aquarians, something like the air signs, okay. except for Gemini. Yeah. It's interesting. Fascinating. So fascinating. So another question that came through, Julia, was what are the three top things anyone can do to improve their connection to their own intuition or psychic abilities? One, to listen to it and act on it and find your medium, so your tool. Yes. Is it tarot? Is it pendulum? Is it holding somebody's hand? Like, what is it? How are you going to tune in? Mm-hmm. The second thing is to be in your body. Intuition doesn't come to you. It goes through you. So a lot of people are like, I'll be Buddha on a mountaintop and meditate and I'll get intuition. I tend to find if I go for a walk on the beach and come home, I am getting boatloads of stuff because now mm. I'm really in my body and I'm I'm really grounded. Mm. So, yeah. It's funny you say that because last time I was not at the beach and went for a swim and a walk and I then bombarded Mel for about an hour with yeah. phone call after phone call with ideas and, okay, we've got to do this and we should do this and, hang on, I'll drive around to your house and we could do this right now. And, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I had to say, I'm sorry, you're packing to go away. I'm literally going to stop myself right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so true. But I like that though, Trish. It's, it's good. It doesn't bother yeah. me when that happens. But yeah. And number three is probably not to edit yourself. Ah, Yes. Like just to, yeah. if you get a message for somebody, pass it on. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> I was at a past life convention, like you do, and we See, had to do. I don't find that unusual. I find that, I'm like, when's the next one? Can I come oh, along? I've never heard of a past life. There's a, there's a guy it. called Dr. Brian Weiss and he's written oh a ton gosh. of books on yes. past lives. And many masters, many lives. Yes, love that's it. right. Uh, and There Is Only Love, which is my favourite one. Oh, I haven't read um, that one. Anyway, so. it's three love stories that get intertwined into one. It's really beautiful. Oh. Anyway, we had to sit next to a stranger and hold a piece of jewellery and then pass on the messages. And a friend that I was with was sitting next to somebody and it comes to like sharing what you get. And she turns to the person who goes, oh, I'm so bad at this. I oh, I just got really dumb stuff. I got a purple butterfly and the woman's crying. And oh, she's my like, gosh. oh, God. And then she goes, and I saw you swimming in the war- mornings. And now this woman is like sobbing, sobbing. uncontrollably. And so the person giving the information is like, okay, I've got to be onto something here. And she goes, the final thing is, and it doesn't make any sense, like all I keep seeing is purple. Well, now the woman's lost it. And they were sitting behind me. So anyway, Brian gives the microphone to the audience and has, he got, has anyone got any cool stories? Anyway, this woman had lost her daughter. I ended up going to do a house clearing and I saw this for myself. She had died at home. She was only 18. Her room was purple. 
it was filled with butterflies and she took up swimming every morning to handle the grief. Oh, my god! Now, gosh. if you get swimming a butterfly in purple, you're going, this means nothing. Mm. Give it to the person and it's something incredibly. Oh my so god. if she had have just said, I didn't get anything and I'm with didn't you. say anything, yep. she would have lost out on the experience. But Correct. by saying those things, she opened up a really powerful healing doorway for that woman. Oh yeah, gosh. she certainly I mean, did. Julie, when you tell me that story, that's, I've got goosebumps from my head to mm, my toes. Like but that's, yeah. And that's just that self-editing, isn't it's it? It's the editing. Just, yeah, don't I still do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, as you said. Mm. Like I feel this about the person and it's like, oh, I won't say anything. And then mm. they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I have like, moments oh. when I think like that and thinking, am I just fanciful no, and thinking no. that I'm... Mm. When I was in my mid-20s and I was going through a breakup and that's when I went to a medium and an angelic healing and went quite on a bit of a journey. But I remember getting this book and it was called Speaking to Spirits or Speaking to Angels or something. But I read like the first page or two pages and then went to sleep and all night I mm. felt like I didn't know if I was I was dreaming that all these people were trying to talk to me and I never picked that book up again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Like I don't know if I'm dreaming it or if I'm it, but listen, and that was hectic. And, and I'm actually people are not ready for it. Yeah, yeah, right. I think for women in the midlife when they start to tune in and have really powerful experiences, the biggest hurdles they've got no one to talk to about it. Husband definitely doesn't want yes. to know about it. Mm, yep, Your yep. devout Catholic friend may not want to hear about it. And it's yep. like, where do I find my tribe? So I think in terms of intuition, it's just finding that person or group of people yeah. where you can yep. go. In a session, it's my favourite moment when someone goes, I've got a really weird question. And I'm like, oh, game on. Like, yes. yeah, what, what's it going to be? Yeah. But I think for a lot of people, it's like they don't talk about the experiences that they have. Yeah, that's mm. a shame. Yep. Mm. Okay, we're going to be back with more just after this quick break. So, 50s Tribe, let us tell you about one of our little favourite shopping haunts. Sweet Charlotte Studio. So, they have two standalone stores on the Sunshine Coast. However, they have a really large online store and this is important for all our 50-ishers who don't live on the sunny coast yes, and can't access. Like me. If you live remote <laughs> like me, it's very handy. The website itself is so easy to navigate and you may even recognise some of the models when you go on there. Yes, because Trish and I are on there quite <laughs> a lot, which is just an absolute thrill to do that. So yeah, if you jump online, you will see us. Staff are super helpful. So if you are shopping online, you can always give them a call or reach out. Also, they have heaps of natural fibres, linens and silks and gorgeous relaxed styles that I absolutely love. Check out their website, sweetcharlottestudio.com.au to get 10% off your first order. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's one here, Julia. Do the spirits have good and bad intentions? I've never spoken to anybody who has a bad intention. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll speak to a really forceful grandmother or yeah. a dad or somebody who's like, yeah, that guy you're dating, yeah, don't approve. But that's that's not a bad spirit. That's just bad like opinion. even if I was alive, I'd kick your ass. Like why are you dating that mm, person? Yeah. But no, I don't, I never, I've never connected with anybody who So they're is, not angry or. No. No, I, mm. I I will say sometimes I can pick up the personality. Like this has happened several times where I'll tune into a grandfather and all of a sudden I want to sit up straight, and I'm like, oh, was he a principal? Was he in the army? And they're like, oh yeah. my god, he was in the army. Ah, so yeah, you can yeah. feel so their can, vibe. Yeah, yeah. So mm. sometimes I'll say, oh, I'm not scared of your grandma, but low key I am. You know? <laughs> yeah. And they go, oh my god, that's her to a T. Wow. Yeah. So I can feel that, but I don't I don't get anybody who's yeah. Nasty. I've never mm, had yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. So the story you told before about the the seminar and the butterfly and mm-hmm. the purple, etc. Has there been moments where you've been doing readings that you've just gone kind of wow? In terms of the symbolism? Or? Yeah, the symbolism or just the kind of the information that came through and Oh, absolutely. Some yeah, people are definitely time. easier to read than others. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Some people I'll get to the end of the session. And I'm like, oh, God, I could have spoken to you for two hours. Mm. And then there's other people where, like, I can read the cards and I can get information for them, but in terms of connection to the other side, I, I don't get much. Yeah. It just really depends on the person. And sometimes I can get, like, a lot of information for a sceptic. Yeah. Yeah. It just I guess depends. it's just what's trying to come through. Yeah. When you mention the modality of the cards, yeah. how does that work? So... I mean, I've had the cards in my life now for a very, very long time. When I look at them, I'm reading the cards and like some of the literal meanings of the cards, but most of the time I'm picking up, I don't know, time frames, people, it's telling me a story. Mm. And so if you've got tarot cards, you can pull three cards and get a lot from that, or you can do the type of what I call a spread that I do. So I I pull out the cards in a certain way. And do you decide that or do, do I they? Do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I know this sounds weird, but it's how tarot taught me. So if you, when you're starting out, there's a ton of spreads like the horseshoe spread or the Celtic cross or whatever. Yep. I've never been drawn to any of those. So, mm. yeah. I was with a friend of mine who is very intuitive and very much into astrology and gets regular readings and things. And we were down in Cavarita and we drove past this place and it had a garage sale. Mm-hmm. So we actually stopped and went in and she found this gorgeous pack of tarot cards oh. amongst the oh, stuff. Yep. And she was so cool and I thought, what an awesome thing to find yeah. and buy. Mm. It's almost like they've found you. Yes, they were drawn to I you. I actually, yeah. particularly for my deck, it's now out of print and so oh. I've got an eBay alert set up. So when that deck ah, goes on sale, you. I will buy it because usually a deck will last and I had one deck that lasts for four years. This deck I'm using now has been going for 11 years. Mm. And so, yeah, don't be afraid to buy cards on eBay, or wherever Facebook you stumble across Marketplace. Them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Interesting. Mm. Okay, another question that came from Instagram is that they have heard you talk about crypto before. Mm. <laughs> Would love any of your advice, insights and options. And I'm assuming this isn't cryptocurrency. It is. <laughs> oh, it is? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it is cryptocurrency. Okay. I was so, thinking it was a different crypto. No, <laughs> no. I, oh, and, I thought I was making a gag, but I wasn't. No, I am the gag. No, it, no cryptocurrency. So in that regard, I defer to astrology. So right now, cryptocurrency is taking a bit of a downturn, but we're in eclipse season right now. These particular eclipses, because mm. we have eclipses every year, these particular eclipses are making crypto dive. But there was a big crash within crypto called FTX back in October, and we had some eclipses then. So that eclipse that happened then is now having ramifications. So I think the person was saying, like, basically what, what's happening to the market. And a lot of people will buy crypto and do stock market stuff by astrology. Mm -hmm. yeah, wow. That's really interesting. And that goes isn't it? back to what you said the first time that a lot of billionaires yeah, bill yes. billionaires use astrology, not millionaires. Mm. Well, nah, that's, that's, that, that's yeah, okay. the saying, yeah. Yeah, that mm. is that is fascinating. That is so fascinating. When I was looking at your website doing some research, stalking. stalking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. You've got me. With your I guess, I don't know what to call them, abilities. Yep or what you offer, one of them was a Death Walker. Now, yep. I'm presuming that that's not a Star Wars kind of character no. or whatnot. What does that actually entail? So when somebody is getting ready to pass, either them or the family will hire me to come in and kind of help them to get to the other side. So I had a friend last year who did this. She had battled cancer for a long time. She knew that she was sort of starting to go downhill and she said, I, w I want you there at the end. Because a lot of people are mm. afraid of death. And the other thing is too, a big part of that journey was one of her brothers had flown in from interstate and he got to the hospital and he came to the door and he's like, oh, she's sleeping. And I was like, oh, God, he's got no idea what's happening here. Like she was yellow, oh, okay. like she was she was going. And I said, yeah. like, come in. I took him outside and I said, come in, hold her hand, you can talk to her, she can still hear you. Yep. And so I've actually done this several times now where I'm more of a help to the family. Yes. Yeah. And the other thing is too is that people's stuff is really heightened. Yeah. They don't know how to handle it. Okay. Is that yeah. the person that's passing or the people that are being left behind? The person, people who are being left yeah. behind. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm kind of the a person mediator. that's leaving is in that ultra, I don't give a shit mode. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And they're usually heavily medicated. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And so with my friend who passed, we had conversations in the lead up. What do you want? Do you want people around you? Do you not yes. want a lot? Do you want to be touched? Do you want music? Do you want noise? Like, mm. what do you feel like you would need? And sometimes it's just taking it day by day, moment by by moment, mm. depending on what's happening for the body and for the family. Mm. That family did not react well. They felt very, they did not like having me there at all. Oh, really? Yeah. She was very spiritual. They were not. Mm. Yeah. That's hard. Oh. Yeah. That's once again confronting those critics and that sort of negative yeah. energy. Yeah. Even that was her wish. Yeah, exactly. You know, that was her wish. You need wish. to let this go. Yep. Yeah. But I also had to at some point let go. So I was not there when she passed. Yeah. I think the last time I saw her was three days before. And yep. sometimes too I can be an advocate for the patient because a lot of the times in a hospice unit, the hospital or the hospice sort of take over. 
Mm. Somebody may say they want to die at home and the hospital's like, no, we're not letting you go. Well, that's the person's choice. Mm. There's a lot of cultures too which have the body at home. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm. And that is definitely on the rise. Yeah. I just think that is such a peaceful and lovely thing to be able to have you there when someone is passing. Yeah. Mm. Especially if she's requested it. Yeah. So you were there with her. I mean, no, not right at the end, as you said, but you were there in the lead up. Mm. So, yeah. Natural, it's called natural death care, natural death care is on the rise in a big way in Australia. Mm. And mm. I can understand mm. why. I, I yeah. find it quite mm. comforting and, yeah, yeah mm. I think it would be lovely. It was only really sort of after World War One, World War Two, when there was mass amount of bodies that the funeral industry really started to grow. Prior to that, it was up to the family to yeah. help dispose of mm. the body and deal with all of that. And we've lost touch with that. We want the body taken away and then see it in a neat coffin. We we don't want to mm. have to confront it. Yet there's a lot of cultures, particularly in New Zealand, oh, the they're Maoris. really big on bringing the body home. The Maoris. Grieving. Oh. Mm. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's so interesting. Because that whole ritual of preparing mm-hmm. the body and that's mm. obviously a big part of the grieving process. Huge. And as you said, mm. that we're just skipping that because, oh, no, somebody else can do that. Yeah. We don't want to deal with that. Well, yep. as a culture, we just don't deal very well with death. No. Yeah, we, we find it very difficult to accept it. The, the best people who are great with death is kids. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah, mm. correct. So flipping this right on the head, can you tell us about being Why? a witch? <laughs> yes. Tell us about being a witch. I've never I saw that. I've never what was the thing I saw on your Instagram? I think it was just the other day. Mm. And it was something about witches when they say something about entering the room and then it was this frog with its yeah. cape flowing <laughs> and its held, head like held Like when mind. my family says, don't talk about witchcraft and here I am with all my witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. I think it's a way of life. It's a way of being, being in tune with the moon, being in tune with natural cycles. Yep. Mm. It really is, though, about empowerment. Yep. That that's really what witchcraft is about. It's mm-hmm. about being empowered, being connected. It's not just about doing spells. Mm. That's certainly a part of it. But a spell really is just a ritual. People do rituals every day. Yes. Like why are you blowing, blowing out your birthday candles and making a wish? Yeah. So mm. there's there's remnants of witchcraft in all of our lives. Yes. Yeah. I never thought of that. Neither yeah. have I. <laughs> well, is there some other kind of I guess that is such a classic one, but other rituals that we do have originated from the craft that um, are still kept in everyday life. I still life. feel like when I walk into someone's home, like they may not have an altar, but they'll have like a mantelpiece with like ah, yes. their favourite things on there yes. and ancestral photos and mm. things like that. Yeah. People sort of using their tr- intuition, like oh, I've got an itchy palm or oh, I just have this feeling. Yeah, the hair like, standing up yeah, on the back yeah, of my neck, yeah. goosebumps, all yep. of those things. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. So... I think there's a lot more sort of ritual stuff in our lives that we, yeah, just take for granted. Do you ever get called on for clearing of homes or or things like that? Yeah, I do. Oh, look, my opinion on that, like I've got clients who've paid 800 bucks to have their house cleared. I just think it's such a crock. Yeah, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. You can do it yourself. Just get the sage stick out? Yeah, sage, salt's the most powerful cleanser. What do you do with the salt? Sometimes I'll sprinkle it on the carpet, leave it there for a day or two. One of my favourite rituals to give parents for kids is sprinkle salt around the bed if the kid's having nightmares and then either brush it up or vacuum it up the next day or the following week. My kids always think it's hilarious when I go, okay, open all the windows and getting the sage out. Yeah, true, yeah. Yeah. But and then you, and you do have to open the windows. Yes, because the other otherwise you just move negative energy around. Yes. Yeah. And then I when my daughter moved into college, 
Yeah. You'll be yeah, shocked. Well, Mom, I'm, bring I'm, the sage I'm sure you won't be shocked to know that I've never done that. That's right. I'll, I'll bring my sage up to your house anytime you like. <laughs> Next time you park outside my place with a barrage of ideas, bring the sage. I'll say, bring the sage. <laughs> I'll buy you some. Okay. And now what I'm getting you for your birthday this year, yeah. some sage. Some sage. It actually smells beautiful. It's very, mm. it's very earthy. It's very grounding. Mm. Girls, look at us. We're at 37 minutes oh on gosh. part two. So That's, many questions. Yeah, yeah. So I think we've done really well. Is there anything that you feel that hasn't been asked or anything that you would like to talk about? Oh, I like think towards, it, it's such a it's, big topic. Oh, oh it's huge. And I it's love fascinating. listening to everybody's stories mm. when they have an intuitive experience or uh, I was at Specsavers one day and the woman said she was Irish and she said what do you do and I just felt like I could tell her and mm, I told her mm. I get this all the time oh my god I remember the day my grandmother died I was walking to school and I was halfway across the meadow and this warm wind came all around me and oh, I knew yes. it was her oh, yeah. and she told me to go home and she had walked in to her house and her mum the phone rang as she got in and her mum was about to pick up the phone and she goes mum grandma's just died and she goes how do you she goes I just felt it on the way to school yeah and her mum had just got the phone call like she yeah. So yeah. I like. I think those. I love those stories. Oh, and yeah, gosh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is actually part of the Irish culture. Like huge. Yeah, yeah. Or, they, yeah. Um, Scotland and Ireland yeah, and Wales have such the a pixies rich, and they they have all sorts of yeah. things in their in their traditions they really and their do. their stories, storytelling, yep. and things like that. Yeah, most um, definitely. I just thought before when you were talking about when your grandmother passed mm. and that she called you and said this, this, mm. and this, and this. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone in the family line? Yeah, there is. Feel it's yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, there's there's a couple of people, not my immediate family, but there's definitely some ancestors. Yeah, and yeah. I've got a brother who had it. He actively turned it off. He didn't like it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I guess that's his choice, isn't it? If he's not comfortable with it, yeah. if it's not sitting well with him, then yeah, yeah. yeah you got to be true to yourself, don't yeah. you? Which is what we talk and about all, all the time. And it's interesting. Because when you hear stories like that from someone when pressed and respect, and that's, I think, where you really, your mind opens and you become so curious to go, wow, that's, yeah. mm, mm. there's coincidences, but then there's just things that are inexplicable. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 I think we should wrap it up. Do you think? Yes. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I actually think so. But yeah, I would I love know. to. I think we need to let her out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Julia. Just, Julia, we I think, have. I think what we're doing now is just keeping her here. Yeah, you just for the sake <laughs> we of don't it. See, she's, the looking at the, she's looking at <laughs> she's the door looking at nervously. The door. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not locked. You're laughing. <laughs> I am glad evil. there's a window because I'm horribly claustrophobic. So am I. So, so this am has I. been really good for so me. So our kind of one and a half metres by three quarters. Of a meter yeah. rectangle is yeah. a bit confronting. I never feel claustrophobic in here though no. because it's all glass. Just, yeah. But yep. I'm with you mm. 100%. So unfortunately, we are going to have to wrap up, even though we could sit here for ages, as we were just saying to Julia, we could just trap her in here, lock the door, <laughs> and just keep going. But we do need to let her out. So once again, if you would like to know more about today's amazing guest, Psychic Julia George, we will have links in the show notes to her socials as well as her website. Don't forget to stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram at don't give a 50 or email us at hello at don'tgiveafifty.com.au. If you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like to discuss or if you'd like to put yourself or someone 
looking forward to be a guest on our show, go to our website, don'tgiveafifty.com.au. And while you're there, sign up to be part of our awesome 50-ish tribe. Also, and importantly, if you've got a moment, leave us or send in a review or suggestions of topics you'd like to know more about. And remember, gorgeous 50-ishers, life is for living. Don't give a 50 because we're all 50 and awesome, regardless of age. And living and ageing is an absolute privilege and just being awesome is our right. And remember, listen to the voices. Mm, and don't mm. self-edit. Thank you again. Welcome. Thank you Thank you, for you so me. much, Julia. Our You're absolute welcome. pleasure. We're honoured. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.